How many of you remember playing the game I Spy when you were little? I think everybody, right? I spy with my little eyes something yellow. Yeah. <laughs> well, there are, there are a couple of people with yellow on in here, right? Or I spy with my little eyes something big or something small or something ball head or something like that, right? So you remember that game. That, that's a fun game. Um, and we, we played that with our kids all the time. And um, it was, they, they, they absolutely loved it. So the question that I'm asking myself and asking you today, have you ever played the game, I Spy God? Now, typically, when you play I Spy, something about you, you're looking for something and you're searching and searching and searching, and finally you find what that thing is or that person or what have you. But, but you know, sometimes when we get older, we stop playing kids' games. And, and, and kids' games are so, so powerful. Have you ever thought and stopped to think to play I Spy God? Because God is always working. I want you to keep in mind that to have a sovereign mindset, and what I mean by a sovereign mindset, I'm going to explain it a little bit more, that God is always doing something. He is always working. He is always moving. And it's up to you and I to actually see and spy out where God is at work. God is, um, God is in, in beauty and God is in relationships and God is in the course of our day. And, and sometimes I think we miss him. And he is not necessarily playing hide-and-seek. He is actually in plain sight. And it's up to us to stop, to pause long enough to spy him out. All right? So, so um, there is, um, you know, there are opportunities to see God all around. And, um, and I think sometimes in the hustle and bustle of our day, and I know you all are busy you all got one activity after another. You have kids all day. And, and, and I know sometimes it's difficult to see God at work. And what I mean by that, to, to have opportunity to slow down enough to say, here is where I saw God. So I want to I give you a tool. Some of you probably already, um, you probably know what this, um, you know, a, uh, you've heard of this before. So Ignatius of Loyola did something called spiritual exercises. So he had a concern that missionaries on the field would miss God at work. And he was actually concerned about them uh, slowing down enough to see where God, taking the opportunity to see where God was at work in their lives. And I think that's the, I think we, I, I think the, that's the same concern for us as well. In this busy, busy day, this busy, busy world, I have a, um, I have a concern that we might miss God. So he came up with one of this exercise called the examine, E-X-A-M-E-N, uh, e the examine. 
And the examine is, um, is really basically a reflecting on your day to see where God was working and how God was working in the course of our day. So he, uh, he didn't say this, but I'm saying this. It's today. Through your, view your day as movie frames throughout the day. So when you wake up this morning and then when you, um, that's a movie frame. And then when you come here today, that's a movie frame. And then when you get ready to go and be with uh, your students, that's a movie frame. And then when you interact with one another, that's another movie frame. And then when you get to the end of your day, this is, he, he typically wanted people to practice this at the end of the day. When you get to the end of your day, sit down slow down, and then look back on your day. And he, got, he has some questions to, um, that, uh, for individuals to engage in. I'm going to get to those questions. To engage in, to see where God was at work in the course of your day. And so some people call this rummaging for God. Like if you, at, if you go home and you're looking for something in the drawer, you go rummaging through your drawer for that thing you're looking for. And then when you find it, you, there's excitement because you found that thing you were looking for. So rummaging for God. My son went, uh, my oldest son went thrifting the other day, and this generation loves thrifting. And I would call it thrifting for God. You know what thrifting is, right? You go to a, either a Goodwill or you go to another place and you find something really good for, uh, for little or nothing. My son found, like, like he spent $20 and he got, like, 15 items. And they were, some of them were, like, brand new. Like, I'm saying, can you introduce me to this, to this idea? And so, some, so, so, so call it thrifting for God looking on the hunt, on the search for something really good that God is at work doing. Now, there is a principle called the expectancy principle. I'm going to get to the exercise in a few minutes, but I, I kind of want to set the table. There's something called the expectancy principle, and here's the principle. Do, it starts with the question, do you expect God to show up or do something? That's the question. If you do expect him to show up and do something, you'll see it. If you don't expect him to show up and do something, here it is, it will still happen, but you just won't see it. So let me say that again. The expectancy principle is, do, starts with a question, do you expect God to do something? Every time you hear the word of God, when you came here this morning, did you expect God to do something or say something to you? When you do your devotions or your quiet time or when you have um, your kids and whether it's, you know, Cove kids or High Tide or Lakeside, when you have those kids, do you expect God to do something or say something? If you do, you will see it. If you don't, it will still happen, but you just won't recognize it. Does that make sense? All right, that, that, that was a principle that just blew my mind that, wow, it is all about expectancy. God is always working. He's always doing something, 
I just need to prepare my mind and my heart to actually see what he's, uh, what he's doing. All right, so, so the examine define, can, the examine define is, is this. It is a spiritual practice or a spiritual habit. Now, let me, let me stop here. So spiritual habits and practices, whether it's reading your Bible or whether it's fasting or whether it's prayer or whether it's silence and solitude, they are not the end goal. God is the end goal. These practices and habits, they only are vehicles by which we experience God. So sometimes people can actually raise, uh, raise uh, devotions up to the level of God and even raise the Bible up to the level of God. The end goal of every spiritual practice, fasting, prayer, silence, solitude, is God himself and not necessarily the practice. Again, the practice is opening ourselves up to God so that God might uh, show up in our lives. So it is, it is a, the examine is a spiritual practice or habit that helps us to discern the voice and activity of God within the flow of our day. The examine is a practice or a habit that helps us to dis discern the voice and activity of God in the flow of our day. And again, th th this, is such a, this is such a major practice for me because I get busy, you get busy, and there are days that we miss, uh, we, we actually miss, uh, we miss God. So here's the framework. Here's a framework. So, so the first part of the frame, number one, um, uh, in front of preparation. And preparation is simply finding a comfortable place to reflect. That's, that's really all that the first part of prepar the preparation is about. It's finding a comfortable spot to reflect on your day. You can't be... In a distracting, um, in a distracting place, it has to be in a comfortable spot to listen to the voice of God to reflect on your day. So here is the second. So preparation is number one. So if you had, um, if you if you had uh, to put a, a letter A, this if you're kind of looking doing an outline, letter A would be. Focusing on God's presence. So here's the verse. Here's the passage. Be still. This is Psalm 46 and 10. Be still and know that I am God. And so Brother Lawrence talked about practicing the presence of God. In other words, God is near already. He is present already, finding a comfortable spot, and then recognizing and acknowledging that God is present with me. He is present with me. Here's another verse. This is Psalm 40, 145, 18. The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call on him in truth. And so God is present. So this first part is preparation 
find a comfortable spot to reflect, and then practice acknowledging the presence of God, that God is present with me. All right? So that's the, that's the, the first one. Here's the second portion, the second portion of the examine. And the second portion is give thanks to God for your day. Give thanks to God for your day. I tell people all the time, every day we wake up, we're playing with house money. Now, again, I'm, for those who gamble, I'm just saying. I, I don't gamble. I'm just saying house money, you, have, you don't have anything to lose. Um, you're not putting any money on the table when you gamble. I'm, I'm just letting you know. I've not gambled before. I'm just saying I know a few things about gambling, all right? So you're not losing any money when you use the house's money. And that's the same way it is. Every day we wake up, it's a bonus day because we could have died yesterday. God did not have to give us the grace for this day. So you and I are actually living in a bonus day. And every day I wake up, my eyes open, I say, like, like God, thank you for this day. So, so expressing gratitude for the day. If you do the examine in the morning, then thanking him for the, the day yesterday. If you do it at night, and when you begin to reflect on your day, say, God, thank you for waking me up. I'm, I'm um, ending this day with a sense of gratefulness. The fact that you can breathe, the fact that you can actually move, the fact that you can run and you have a voice. Every, everybody I heard say good morning this morning, you all have raspy voices, voices. And I think it's because you've been yelling all the, you know, getting hyped up and energetic. And the fact that you have a voice, something to be grateful for, right? So enter the day or, or end the day with a sense of gratitude. This day is a gift from God. And then here is uh, uh, number three, the portion number three, and that is look at your day from God's perspective, not yours. Look at your day from God's perspective, not yours. And what I mean by that is when I look back over my day, I can easily look at all the bad stuff that happened and say, this day sucked. But when I look at my day from God's perspective and have a sovereign mindset that God is at work and I slow down enough to recognize where he was at working, where he was working, then I'll be able to say, oh, I spy God. I rummaged for God, I thrifted for God, and he was there. All right, so, so that is a, that, that's a, a really important piece. And here's a verse. This is John chapter 14, verses 25 and 26. It says, these things I have spoken to you while I am still with you. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. This is, Holy Spirit is reminding us of what Jesus said from this verse, but he also reminds us and shows us 
where the Father was at work in the course and flow of our day. So there's a heavy dependence on the Spirit of God to help you and me review our day. All right, so here's the, here's the bread and butter. Here's the next portion. This is, um, this is I believe, four or five. Um, the next, this is the bread and butter of the, of the examine, and that is to now review your day, to review and reflect on your day. So here are a couple of verses that, that, um, that really, really uh, show up and show up big. This is Psalm 143, verse 8 and um, 10, and then uh, Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. Um, and um, it says, Let me hear in the morning of your steadfast love, for in you I trust. Make me know the way I should go, for to you I lift up my soul. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on level ground. And, um, and then the Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23 is the fruit of the spirit. Fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. So when you begin to review your day, you're going to ask certain kinds of questions. I'm just going to give you the question. You don't have to do all of these questions at one time. You can choose two of these questions or you can choose one set of these questions to review your day. And the idea is to look at your day objectively, not justify anything, but look at it objectively. So here are the, here are the questions. I'm going to give you, um, there are several sets of questions, and you can uh, take notes and write these down. Here's the first set. For what moment today am I most grateful? For what moment today am I most grateful? Now, the antithesis of that is, for what moment am I least grateful? And the key is to be honest with yourself. Don't get super spiritual. If, if the least most grateful moment was a person, and if it's somebody sitting next to you or in front of you or behind you, just keep looking at me and I, they won't even know I'm talking about them then it's okay, to, it's okay to say, I was least grateful for when Judy said that. Or I was least grateful for when whatever it is. All right? So, so that is one set of questions. The, day, the, the, um, the part of my day or that moment in my day where I was most grateful and least grateful. That's the first set of questions. Here's the second set of questions. When did I give and receive the most love today? When did I give and receive the most love today? Like genuinely giving it and humbly receiving it. All right? Now, again, the antithesis of that, when did I give and receive the least love today? And the key here is to be honest. Like, 
I knew that I was supposed to say something to her, and I didn't. I knew that I was supposed to show up for him, and I didn't because I was selfish, and I didn't feel like doing it, and it's okay to admit that to God, to write it down, to say, I was tired, and I just didn't feel like doing it. The key here is, is to understand where God was at work. Now, here, key, when you go to the negative side, our melancholic individuals will go to the negative side, but I want you to understand that where, even where you messed up and where you failed, it's also on the other side of the ledger to see where God showed up and you responded to him. All right, that's the second set of questions. Here's the third set of questions. What was the most life-giving part of my day? What was the most life-giving part of my day? And the antithesis of that is, what was the most life-draining part of my day? The life-draining part of my day. And it's okay. I have to remind myself of this, that there are people in my life that drain me. Every time I see them coming, it is it's another they, they are going to give me another problem after another problem. And, and before I leave their presence, I am like, oh, God, come Holy Spirit. I'm drained. It's okay to admit that because you're showing, you're, you're, you want to show up in your day. This is your day that God has given you. And it would be a shame that God gave us a gift of the day and we didn't show up in it. All right? Here's a third, a fourth set of questions. When today did I have the deepest sense of connection with God, others, and myself? When today did I have the deepest sense of connection with God, others, and myself? And the antithesis, when today did I have the least sense of connection with God, others, myself? And then begin asking questions, why? Why? Why did I feel so distant from God today? Why did I feel so distant from other people on my team? Why did I feel so distant from myself? All right? Here's, um, here's the, next, the next set of questions. I have one more set and then this set and then one more set and then, um, and then I'll wrap it up. Where was I aware of the, where was I aware of living out the fruit of the Spirit? So love, joy, peace, patience. Where was I aware that I was actually living out? The, fruit of, the Spirit of God was actually birthing fruit in me in that moment in the course of my day. That I felt love. I felt like I was giving peace. I felt self-controlled. I so badly wanted to give them a piece of my mind, but I kept it to myself. And, and I practiced self-control. And then... Where was there an absence of the fruit of the Spirit? Where was there an absence of the fruit of the Spirit? And then finally, again, you don't have to use all of these questions. You can take one set and do an examine with just one set of these questions. And then the final one. When or where in the past 24 hours did I 
cooperate fully, most fully with God. In the past 24 hours, when did I most fully cooperate with God? And the antithesis of that, when and where did I resist God? When and where did I resist God? And so, God is at work all the time. He is at work all the time. It's up to us to have a sovereign mindset. It's up to us to go rummaging for God, to go thrifting for God, and carry with us the expectancy principle is that do I expect God to show up? If I do, he will, and I'll see it. If I don't expect him to show up and do something, it will still happen. I just won't see it. And the examine is a practice that actually helps us to see where God has shown up in the course and flow of our day. He's going to show up today. I believe that. He's going to show up either, either with a little kid saying something that you did in your devotions or a little kid smiling or a little kid saying thank you. Go figure. Like, like a kid saying thank you, right? And he's going to show up, and it's, it's up to us to be able to find that. Let me pray for us, and then I'll be done. God, thank you that you are at work. Thank you that you show up. Thank you that you are always up to something. And by the power of your spirit today, may we go rummaging for you. May we go thrifting for you today. And we just simply believe you're going to give us something good today. May we cooperate with your spirit today as we lead and as we invite students to know Jesus for the first time and to know him deeper for those who already know him. Thank you again for this day. Bless your people in a unique and powerful way today. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.